Welcome, welcome to the Needle and Groove Lounge. We're a virtual establishment serving eclectic sounds and attitudes from the past and present, plus some craft beer conversation along the way. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you're tuning in live, welcome. You're hanging out with us on this Thursday night. And as I'm introducing the show, one of the lounge members is showing up late because that's classic us. Rob is just showing up right now, so we're going to welcome him live. Rob, you are live. I am live right now. Woo. You just came in. Oh, we're live? We're live. We're live on this business? We're live. You hey, showed bro. up late. We gave you some grace, but then we had to start. So I'm just giving the intro. Welcome, people. But Rob, say hello to the people. Hello, people. <laughs> hello, people. What up, people? Well, awesome, everyone. Thanks for tuning in again. If you're live with us on this Thursday night, we appreciate you hanging out. Uh, I'm Jeff here in Philadelphia. I got the boys uh, all over the East Coast. We'll get to them in, in just a minute. But again, a bunch of cool stuff going on at the lounge. As you know, we're doing this live every other week. The podcast started three years ago with the four of us just wanting to hang out, talk about music as we are in geographically distant locations, but have been friends for 15, 20 plus years, talking about music, doing all the things, going to shows, playing shows together, collecting records. So yeah, we've been doing this thing. We turned it into the podcast. There's two previous seasons you can check out if you haven't done so already. Covered a lot of ground, different styles and genres and and themes that, that mean a lot to us. And then also some other cool lounge stuff. Justin and I do the all vinyl radio show every other Thursday, the alternating Thursday, also on Blast Radio. We play records from our collection and talk about things picked up uh, over the last 15 years or so of collecting together. And then, of course, you can also check out our mix cloud that has some mixtapes on it. Uh, again, covering some, some, some cool, cool stuff. But tonight we got a great show tonight. Uh, last time, if you listened, we did The Last Call. That's our signature series where we talk about new music and we critique it by how we drink our beer. We're not doing that tonight. Another part of the pod is uh, us diving into uh, some sort of musical history, whether it's a topic or a genre or a a label, and that's going to be tonight. So we're going to be doing Black Fire Records, and our buddy J-Mac, the vinyl historian himself, will be giving you a little bit of overview, and then we're each going to play some tracks. You'll get that history of. Yeah, that's right. You're going to get it. Coming in hot from report card night too, right, J Mac? So that's right. Just, that's right. That, they don't call him the vinyl historian for nothing. Exactly. You're about to that's find a, out. That's exactly. authentic. That name's authentic. It is authentic. Yeah, <laughs> get that You're PhD get in the wax. But anyways, thanks for hanging out. Let's get a check in with the boys. We're gonna hear what they are, what they're drinking, and they're sipping on tonight as we hang out tonight at the lounge at your favorite seat at the bar. Let me actually go to J Mac. J Mac. Looking good. You got the tracksuit on. I always know like you're ready to go. I know it's been a long day, a long week, but once you put that <laughs> tracksuit on, you're at the lounge. I know you're good. Yeah. So what's going on? I'm good, you know? I just uh, DJed my second report card night of the year. It's going to be a new tradition at our high school, so those who are listening to the first time or, um, yeah, Jeff, Jeff and I met through education, and yeah, I've been at my school for going on 15 years now, so... Uh, starting a new tradition where I, I DJ report card night for the, it, and it's, it's been great to see had um, um, good reaction from uh, families that show up and from staff. So looking to keep it up. Long time uh, coming. Um, Turning up those report card nights, yeah, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. right. There you Get go. Turned. All right, cool. <laughs> and, uh, you know, haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. You were here. 
uh, in Philly a few weeks ago. That's right. And then we hung out on Blast Radio and all that. We're excited to, uh, we're all going to be together, folks, in just a few weeks. The first time in three, more than three years, more, way more than three years, that we all physically be together. Uh, we're going to be at the cabin doing a live show, uh, the McNamara cabin up there, up there in, uh, Absolutely. in the Catskills. But JMF, Absolutely. what are you sipping on tonight um, while you're hanging out at the lounge as we talk about some of the beers we're also drinking? Yeah, speaking of Hudson Valley, Catskills area, I'm having a the Say No More, which is a black lager by Hudson Valley Brewery, which is in Beacon, New York, in the Hudson Valley. So I was um I went there a couple weekends ago um to see my buddy Winston and this uh brewery is across the uh across the river. Um, but yes, yeah, cool spot. They they started a couple of years ago, you know, not a couple, I think pre-pandemic doing like sours, sour IPAs okay. and things, but but now they're they've they've made the trend towards lagers. So um, delicious black lager. Beautiful. Well enjoy that. I hope you enjoy that. And I'm excited for your your dissertation tonight. Yes. <laughs> on, on Black Fire. I know you're coming mm-hmm. coming with the oh, notes. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm notes ready. and all that. But um, let me go over to uh, Jesse Bones. There J-Bone Photography. You told me the, the team lost the game in the playoffs. But um, yeah, you won the trophy you know. last year. Oof, boof, boof. That's all right. Jesse's That's up right. in Bethlehem. No. I know. It's tough. Tough loss. Lost our playoff game, but you know we're we're already. I'm already signed up for the spring league, which starts in a month. So there you go. Get right back at it. But awesome. yeah, just chilling. There you go. Chilling. And what are you drinking tonight at the lounge? As, you, as you're crying into your beer over the loss, what do you what do you got? <laughs> uh, I'm drinking one of my uh, Lehigh Valley favorites from Funk Brewing. It's actually a hockey themed beer. There you go. It's their their lager, which is spelled like Yaromir Yager's uh, name, L A G R, and it's got kind of like a flyers jersey logo on it but yeah it's just a czech style uh lager from, uh, from funk brewing yeah awesome um and i'm gonna try rob i was also talking to jesse the uh saves the day 20th and 25th anniversary of in reverie and can't slow down is coming to coming to the area not to philly but in brooklyn so i think jesse and i are going to try to head up that way justin you're more than welcome to come <laughs> mm-hmm. But I know you won't want to go, so I'm gonna. I'll, I'm gonna go just to beat people up. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. 10 a.m. tomorrow, the tickets go on sale, Jesse. So I will try to get them. My best. Ooh, yeah. Wait, who is oh, it again? Yeah. Saves the day, baby. Oh god. Saves the day, bringing us back 20, 20 some years <laughs> of those of those albums. Um, perfect segue over to Rob. Rob, what's going on? I saw you had a Budweiser and some pizza earlier. Where were you at? I was at Monty's Pizza. Oh, that was Monty's. Yeah, oh. Lynn's finest, Monty's Pizza. I love Lynn. Up style pizza. Yeah. Took uh took our daughter Henry there for the first time, her first trip. There you go. Uh, nice. My wife's birthday was there, so we're doing a little pizza tour. We had pizza tomorrow, pizza yesterday. <laughs> there you go. Doing all the uh the spots. Monty's you know? amazing. Monty's has been my family's been going there for years up that way. Yeah. As the kids say, Monty's slaps. Ooh, there you go. Mm. Yes, it does. Indeed, it does. And did you bring a Budweiser no, can... home with you? Uh, or I are you did drinking not. something else? I am drinking something else. Okay. I am drinking Zero Gravity's Tamave. Ah, there. Yeah. Check Black Lager. Just came out with it. Released, uh, I think, maybe a couple of weeks ago. Uh, one of my favorite go to liquor stores is right down the street from Monty's. So I made the family stop. So I could sprint into the liquor store, grab some brews, 
and uh, here I am. <laughs> there you go. Enjoy that. And uh, yeah, you got to try to get those tickets. I mean, you should just come to Brooklyn. We're gonna go that May. I was. Well, I was. We were talking about it. good timing for I, you all. That's not a good timing for you all. It's, it's in May, right? Yeah, May fifth or something. Yeah. Ooh, that might be probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got to be careful. I may fifth, I can maybe get swing. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Well, enjoy that beer. For right. those, also, for those playing the home game, I am sitting in my car. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say something. I was going to say something in the back of the car, in the Subaru. Beautiful. I'm here. Love it. We'll in have to have soup. a transition later. Stretched out. Good Good back seat. Yeah, I got some Cheez-Its, Henry's leftover Cheez-Its, <laughs> goldfish. Just in the oh. car seat. You just right. you bet just, you, baby. I got, I got some kicks that are a couple weeks old that have been, you know, aging <laughs> nicely <laughs> under the seat. Beautiful. I'm Enjoy. ready to go. Ready for the Black Fire, the hot Black Fire label coming at you. And I'll Woo! close this I'm out excited. I'm know. excited about this. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Um, I've got uh, Brooklyn. I got Grimm, uh, the classic Rewind, which is a West Coast IPA. Mm-hmm. Saw it at the store. I'm kind of going through the fridge. I haven't been the, haven't been to the beer store recently, but this was kind of just hanging, hanging out, and uh, needed to be finished. So uh, yeah, Grim, Grim does some cool stuff overall, and I, I'm enjoying it. Well, cheers, fellas. Good to see you all. Um, and let's get into it. So as I mentioned earlier, folks, we're doing a, a label deep dive, and uh, J Mac was up for his topic as we we rotate often. Um, so J-Mac, I'm going to pass it to you. Tell us a little bit about Black Fire, why you chose it, and uh, let's get into it and talk about it and play some music. Yeah. Um, so I've been really into this label, um, and particularly one specific group on the label, which I'll get into in a minute, but um, Black Fire Records, which started in Washington, D.C., um around i think 1975 was when it's original kind of like kicked off um by a a dj named jimmy gray who started the um what would eventually become the label so he was uh jimmy gray was a dj and a distributor of records and he had a before it became a label, he had a radio show at Howard University, and the radio show was called Black Fire, and he and his DJ name was Black Fire, and he put out a magazine called Black Fire Magazine. <laughs> so he just okay. really um, stick to it, find something you like, to stick it. to it. Um, but yeah, I think kind of the after you know the explosion, the last couple of. I would say, yeah, explosion of collectors and reissues of of black jazz records out of um, California, out of Oakland in the the last couple of years. I was looking for more things like that and stumbled upon uh, Black Fire, also most notably as a result of reissues. So um, the label started because Jimmy Gray was... Um, like I said, a DJ and, but this magazine that he did was it basically a distribution magazine. And so he was a distributor for, um, Strata East out of New York city. Um, but at the same time he had connections with black jazz, um, tribe and Detroit Strata, Mm -hmm. not Strata East, but just Strata out of Detroit as well. And so basically he would put out these publications, um, and then would have these catalogs in it um, of these of these label of these other labels that he would then um, 
send out to people if they, you know, these are good old days, you know, where your, 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 your catalogs are through, yeah. you know, Melan mm -hmm. and things like that. So um, what happened is that he's working with Strata East. And if you don't know anything about Strata East, they had a really interesting um, setup with artists in which they were more of a cooperative, a co-op, if you will, for a record label. So it was, it was cheap for an artist to record with them. Artists kind of fronted a lot of stuff up front. I think I remember reading they would have to they'd have to front the first 100 copies of an LP, and then the label would handle the rest after that. Mm -hmm. I love um, that. So, but then there wasn't any kind of like um, for Strata East, there wasn't any kind of like uh, cut off time in the studio from whatever you you kind of just until your album was done, you 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 just you did your album. So. Yeah. Um, which they had done really well with for a while. And then all of a sudden, a man named Gil Scott Heron puts out an album yes, called Winter in Winter Winter in America. And it it explodes because of the song The Bottle, which this is gonna be an interesting kind of like thing, I think, for us to talk about. Um, but that album was considered an R and B album at the time. Um and Strata East was primarily an avant-garde jazz um, label. So right. this, it, basically that album explodes. Strata East can't keep up with the commercial success of it. And in a lot of ways, it ends up kind of starting the, the, the folding of that record label because an album does well, which is, I think is kind of wild to even think about. Um, but basically it, it can't keep up with distribution and then all of a sudden people are getting this black fired distributors magazine and are seeing the album winter America in the magazine. And so they start reaching out and they're like, he, they, this guy, Jimmy Gray, they explain that. So like he basically his entire apartment in DC was just like a record catalog <laughs> warehouse. Right. He, he turned his apartment to where it, so it was, you know, and I think we, often talk about um the diy scene in punk and this was really the diy scene really yes. in, in jazz starting in jazz you know we think about sun Ra and, and things like that um so but uh he was jimmy gray was a big jazz head almost uh traditional jazz huge fan of it and then um so he's doing this distribution thing for uh strata east people start reaching out to him and he starts to do this thing where he says well, cool. Yeah, I'll send you, I'll sell you these X box of Winter in America. But in a, in order to get these copies, you also have to purchase <laughs> these Black Jazz record copies. You have to purchase these Strata record copies. So he, these it. Tribe record copies. Mm -hmm. So it's a really cool thing where yeah. he said, sure, no problem. But then you also have to, if you want, if you really want these that are sold out everywhere, you also have to purchase right. these. Other you got to take my friends <laughs> along with you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really cool. This man is hustling. That's that's a yeah, great right. bait and switch. Right. Like, cool, I got the stuff, but I have. Oh man, right. that's like, great. How you, that's how you move records. Yeah, yeah and so <laughs> front to ends, back. Yeah, so it ends ends up becoming a really cool, just kind of like confluence of a lot of things. Where um, then you have this band, um, which will eventually become Oneness of Juju. Um, who are around at the same time, but they just go by Juju and they're playing avant-garde jazz in NYC. Right. Um, and they're not doing great. So they're like uh, Plunky Branch, um, which is kind of the lead dude. He says, you know, I'm going to move back to Richmond, Virginia. 
So he moves back there. Um, the band moves back with him, but then they kind of like break up. Um, very few people will remain. And so he gets his brother um, who plays bass and they kind of start to reform the band, but with a more R&B focus than avant-garde jazz. So you have this, I don't even think they call themselves avant-garde. I think Juju was originally like African jazz. Sure. Um, so they're in court. So if you've, thought anything about the um the group pyramids who's came out as like a big spiritual jazz african jazz um some reissues recently as well on strut um anyways he had played with them so he moves back to richmond kind of becomes friends with jimmy gray all this is kind of happening at the same time and he's like like they decide to form a label together which then they're like let's just take the name you've been doing and let's form black fire records um and the the first um, the first album is oneness of Juju African Rhythms, um, and it it um, it becomes the the title track also becomes uh, Howard Radio uh, Howard University's radio stations like a uh, theme track yeah uh, for this one guy who's DJing there. So it it becomes this interesting thing where like basically none of these albums would have gotten mainstream radio play, but the, because of this connection at Howard university through Jimmy gray, these, his albums get pushed through yeah. um, this influence of a lot of interesting things. So, Which also to your point earlier, again, the college radio scene, I think gets yep. a lot of talk when you talk about indie rock and punk mm-hmm. and, you know, in the eighties and nineties. Um, but also, you know, Howard was radio station, so influential and yeah that's you know in the 70s to be pushing that stuff that's really like that's that diy that 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 you know that that subculture the underground like stuff like that's so vital to music communities so that's awesome yeah yeah so they go on to put out a number of artists i even though i've been listening to it for i would say a solid year now a lot of their stuff i it also just clicked to me that the, the label continues to the nineties um, yeah. with, with artists and stuff on it that I really didn't, it didn't connect. Cause I just really focused on a lot of the seventies stuff that it was coming out. Um, but yeah, they end up signing a lot of other artists, um, but it is more of a, it's it, it, any reading that I've done on is, is how they talk about how much of a, while it is still jazz, African jazz, um, some other things like how much of an R and B influence is on, yeah. um, which I would have never even thought of some cause of the stuff as R and B, but you know they were like these are they were talking sure. about it being yeah. heavily be influenced by R and B, whether it be like the stuff that's going on with the electric bass and the drums um, and things like that in the song. So I think that's part of what draws me to a lot of the the albums on the label because they do have a, a good groove to yes. them. There's a very R and B groove while still having this cool like jazz avant-garde jazz thing yeah. going on as well so um so yeah that's that's the story of uh of black fire and i think now so jimmy gray the original guy founder died in i think 1999 and then plunky branch who's the lead guy for oneness of juju has um the license to basically the catalog now so he is now collaborated with strut now again to 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 then in the last two years start reissuing all this stuff again yeah um so say if you're into issues that i think i do think the strut stuff is better um 
for for both quality and political reasons which we could talk, <laughs> talk about later but um uh, yeah i think the packaging and some of the uh both strut now again both include really great um biographies of what's going on with the bands at the time of the pub some some like contemporary written stuff and um historical stuff so anyways yeah that's that's, that's blackfire awesome. records that's the that's yeah. the story I think you've uh, you've earned your your pass as the PhD, the dissertation. <laughs> the, the, the well, def- well defended, well defended. Awesome, yeah. No, um, such a great label. And Justin, you really, I think I've had a reissue of the African Rhythms for I don't know eight, eight seven, eight years, but I don't think I ever put it together. It was under a label. I just thought it was always just like mm-hmm. one-off magical album that was put out. Um, and that song is just like kind of in the canon of of that style of music. And I think you started over the, over the years, starting like, well, Black Fire, oh, it's Black Fire, oh, then all the stuff that comes with it. Um, and again, like you said, for it to sustain until what ninety three or so, like most of those labels you referenced yeah. earlier that were like in the same vein, didn't last for more than five mm-hmm. to ten years, right? From Tribe to Black Jazz to Strat, all all that you mentioned. Um, so it's powerful that it sustained throughout. Um, you know the you know the seventies, eighties, and early nineties. That's a testament just to the dedication of 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 Jimmy Gray and the people on the label. So, well, what's, yeah, I mean, yeah. this guy's like a genius in a lot of ways. I mean, we're yeah. just kind of to 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 really just kind of he you know he controlled the commerce on that stuff and and then really promoted the people that he wanted to promote and just had the right connections at the time to get on the radio. So it's really cool story. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so, what are you gonna play for us to kick us off? Yeah. with your inaugural song. So I'm gonna I am gonna play oneness of Juju, but I'm going to play kind of a through line. I'm gonna play, um, and I am gonna play African rhythms, but I'm gonna play a version of the song that I had never heard until I recently was listening to our friend Mr. Peterson. Um, <laughs> doing a dj set and he's was playing this version of it. i was like i know that song it's like oh that's african rhythms and it's a it's a um it's off their album bush brothers and space rangers but it's a 1977 version of the song and yeah let's do it i hope you enjoy it let's have some fun don't forget to share that sound <laughs> yes sir here we go oneness of juju african rhythms 1977 version of Bush Brothers, Space Rangers. Get us together. 
Awesome. African Rhythms, the 1977 version from Oneness of Juju off the album Bush Brothers and Space Rangers. Really cool. I hadn't heard that version before. Um, I'm glad you played that. And you said uh, Giles Peterson tipped you to that one, huh? Yeah, he, he he mixed it on top of some other stuff I heard him doing a, a live thing on. So No, awesome. Beautiful. Yeah, grooved out, just like vibing out. I think so good. Um, I read a, a quote from Plunky that said, being ahead of your time is just as bad as being behind your time, he used to say. Mm. But then he can say, now he's gave this interview as his stuff was coming out and all that, he said. But now, oh no, it's better to be ahead of your time because then you can say, you can turn around and say, I told you so. Well, <laughs> well done, Plunky. Um, except for the fact that like some people have passed and they don't get the celebration yeah. of that, mm -hmm. but still. Um, no, it should have been celebrated. I mean, again, I know you mentioned like it, it, it made inroads in Howard and the local scene in D.C. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, just, it's just wild to me that stuff like that didn't break through in, in, in a certain way. And so I know there's so many factors involved in that. Mm -hmm. um, probably, you know, mm -hmm. all, all type of factors involved from race to access to um, a, num a number of reasons why. But I'm glad that it's out there and that, you know, people are getting recognized for their, you know, what what they contributed to that sound because so influential. Even like talked a lot about in the research around like folks like Q-Tip and Madlib, mm -hmm. like the, the sample mm. culture, like dove into that stuff because the grooves are deep on all mm -hmm. those on all those albums so that's really cool awesome yeah yeah i'm glad we get to, that that version just i um thought it'd be different from maybe anything anybody else would play it's just a very different version of the, the song yeah no and it's <laughs> so. that, i mean that to me like that's the song like if you you know that is yeah. the song right if someone if someone is into this music like they're gonna know they're, they're gonna at least have heard that song and then make the connection like oh right. black fires i shared earlier but cool thanks j mac for kicking us off um let's go to the other guys what are you guys been up to and listening to i'll save mine to the end i, I got a couple things depending on which way you guys go um so i'd love to pass it over to you all if you have one jesse do you want to go i see you unmuted there rearing yeah. rearing up so go for it sure yeah totally um yeah i um I was not too familiar with Blackfire, so I had to do some some research on it. But um, yeah, after like browsing their catalog um, and and doing some research on some of the groups that they had released, one had stood out to me. Um, it was called Southern Energy Ensemble, yes. Um, yes. so also based out of Richmond, Virginia, like, like uh, Plunky. Um, it was led by uh, trumpeter Marvin Dash Daniels, um, and it, it was evidently a, a nine-piece band that was made up of students from Virginia State College. Um, half of them were music students, and uh, they played some gigs at like some of the local clubs and universities, and even the military bases in Virginia and and the Carolinas. But um, yeah, it was cool because apparently um, the uh, Dash Daniels, who who led the band, he uh, apparently attended a Juju concert, and then met plunky there after like sitting in with them apparently um which kind of led to their uh relationship and then they recorded an album which apparently 
it was recorded and then never really got um, released until 26 years later in 1993, um, mm. which was kind of crazy sounding. But um, yeah, I just like this vibe of the record too. But um, yeah, so it was originally recorded back in the 70s, but not released until 1993. So yeah. I thought I'd play a track off of that because it was just cool. Um, and uh, I was digging the vibe of it. Um, I don't know if you guys have any more to share on the background of of the group at all. Um, Just great choice. No, this is, this is an awesome but, one. This is one that I would have considered playing if you hadn't played it. Yeah. Look at this al think, album art, too. I mean, folks, you can't awesome. see it. So good. I don't even know mm -hmm. what's happening. It looks like some interdimensional thing stabbing so it's like Earth. a Salvador Dali in space. Yes. Yeah. I was at, I was actually just about to comment on that. So apparently <laughs> a lot of the artwork is by um Plunky's brother. Um mm. who shoot. Um who was also I want to make sure I'm saying that right. Yeah. M uh Musi um, who was a bassist in Oneness of Juju, but he was also an uh, he had a degree in art and oh, then nice. sort of just freehanding all these um, album covers. That's um, great. So that's why a lot of the album covers are just wild and yeah. am amazing 70s stuff. Justin, right. I was going to ask, yeah, because a lot of them have like, they're different, but they have similar like aesthetic vibe where I was going to say, is what do they have like a house artist to do some, at least the, some of the albums that I checked out. So that's cool. Yeah, that's what I gathered that a lot of his his brother did them. And I'm always a fan of that. Um, when there's like a, an overall aesthetic that a label has. Mm -hmm. you yeah, know, like the a artist, house style. Yeah. Such a fan. Well like mm -hmm. the artist, you know, and the musicians still have that kind of creative autonomy, but there's again, like I think of International Anthem, which we've talked about a lot. Like there mm -hmm. is, you know, there's a packaging aesthetic to that. Uh, Damon Locks does a lot of work for um the artist and he's part of the label like, i've always appreciated that like it makes it you know as, as corny as it sounds like the idea of like a collective and a group of people that have a yeah. similar focus towards something and that unifying force has always been something i've gravitated towards mm -hmm. so yeah. like yeah, awesome. yeah e I, th I always think of ecm which i don't like mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff that they release but their aesthetic yeah. is yeah. always very like you know an ECM record or even like an early blue note record as soon as you sure. see it. Yeah. Like yeah. you are like cool, mm -hmm. like even where you know you're looking through, you know, thing about going through a record store, you're like, Oh, okay, cool. Like I know I'm gonna be into this because I'm into ECM or Blue Note or you yeah. know, like Blackfire Records. Like, oh okay, cool. Like this aesthetic immediately mm -hmm. means that I know what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. I think, sorry. I think one thing if you laid out like all the albums and looked at them, everybody would aesthetic look the same except for some early oneness of juju stuff because they were on strata east yes. so some of their yeah. early albums don't look like this uh you know some of them do but then like chapter two neo which was one of their first ones it doesn't look anything like it's the just rest black of the and white right yeah it's just black and yeah. white yep yeah mm -hmm. yeah no yeah i mean sure awesome bones let's do it so this is southern energy this is open your mind uh, by southern energy ensemble
That is Open Your Mind by Southern Energy Ensemble off the album Southern Energy, the only album that they recorded. And as Bones, you mentioned, it it got canned Mm -hmm. and eventually came out in 1993, which is insane. Right. How does that not come out in 1977? It was hidden for so long. Seriously. It would have done so well. I mean... Unfortunately, probably not. That's the thing. But like, it should oh. have, right? Like, right, right, right. That's should've. so good. It's got everything, Justin. To mm. your, to your, you know, your dissertation there. Like, it's got the R and B stuff. It's got the funk stuff. Like, a little bit of gospel tinged sounds to it. No, that's a great record. And Bones, I wanted to ask you. You know, you've you've said before that you're not necessarily a jazz guy, right? Mm. Like, right. Do you enjoy that? Right. No, right. I do. Okay. I do. I, I, I guess like my main reference and like intro to jazz was through my father-in-law, through Frank Zappa. I know I brought him up a lot, and like that reminds me a lot of like I could hear that being a a Zappa track. You know, if you throw some like of his guitar noodling in between <laughs> some of those, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um. So that's kind of like my that was my yeah. Big He's a fusion guy. You're a fusion yeah. guy. You're a fusion yeah, guy. Yeah, he, like, he likes fusion. He likes I'm more fusion. of a fusion dude. He likes and fusion. Kid likes so fusion. Kid is, likes fusion. I do. So this is up my alley for sure. Uh, who was the who who was the vocal who was sorry who were the vocals on that track? That's a good question. Um, I'm gonna see if it says it all. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's also got that sort of like vaguely zappist, like kind of like left of center, like. The vocal groove was kind of like not in a different pocket than the the music yeah. groove. You know, it's got the kind of mm-hmm. sort of like Zappa, mm-hmm. like okay. As soon as you played, I was like, I can see why Jesse liked this. It's sort of like it's all of the things, but it's sort of like askew a little bit. If like you were gonna listen to jazz, you know what I mean? It doesn't sure. fit. Yeah, and it's crazy to think I'm just you know looking like they you know playing the Chitlin Circuit and playing military bases and clubs mm-hmm. and like. Yeah, that stuff, like we've talked about that before. Like that's the true mm-hmm. underground. That's like the, you know, that's like right. you're putting in that work. Yeah. You're doing the thing, and you know, some people just don't. Yeah, but um, yeah, I was uh, interested. So I just saw uh, Judy Spears and oh, okay. Gary Gary Wayne were some vocalists. Okay, so, cool. Sorry, but... yeah, Jackie Jacqueline Holloman does a lot of the vocals for like one is of Juju. Juju, it okay. sounded like her. That's Similar. what I thought. Okay. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, great pick bones. I think that's um, you know, that's a good representation. A, a lot of the stuff has that sound to it throughout. Mm-hmm. So that's a good representation for folks that are getting into the label. I just want to hear some cool stuff. But 
Cool. Rob, yeah. let's go over to you. What do you got for us um, in the Black Fire world? Yeah, this was a fun one. Um, it was uh, a label I knew like nothing about going into this once we, you know, had the topic. But um, super, super rich history, and it was super interesting to listen to. And Justin, I don't know if you had planned on touching on it um, later, but um, so feel free I'll, to cut I'll me off. I'm all touched out. <laughs> He's touched out. <laughs> so is touching. Um, in my research, it looks like they started a Kickstarter, uh, Jesus, a Kickstarter uh, documentary. Yeah, I was going to mention Fire that. Records. Yeah. Did you find that it came out, Rob? I've been looking for it. I, no. I found the so, website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in my, re- it looks like uh, the Kickstarter started in 2022. So it's fairly recent. Um, the like the end was uh, October, fall of 2022. It seemed like a lot of the benefits were. Um and looking, uh, I stumbled upon an article in whatever the local Richmond patch, uh, you know, the the local paper website mm-hmm. of Richmond, Virginia was, is they just had a showing of the movie in February of this year. So oh, it looks wow. like it's we probably finished. Boat road and trip. They're, and they're doing, and they're doing local show. It seems like they're doing probably like local showings, uh, small theaters and stuff like that before it comes out. All right, but. Uh, it, it seems like it's it, the the release is probably imminent on the internet. Cool. Uh, I'm I'm assu- assuming you uh, subscribe to the Kickstarter, which is still open. You can still donate, folks. Um, thousands of lounge listeners out there, <laughs> give, give, a bucks. give a few bucks. Give a few bucks to Kickstarter Blackfire Records and and yeah, no, that's cool. The one minute trailer is yeah, yeah. The trailer is super interesting too. Yeah. It, it's it was one of the first things. As I saw before diving into the New York Times has a really good article as well yep, for those. Yep, yeah, yep, that yep. article is really good. Yeah. Um, it was a good intro and the just the one minute sting if you're looking for like a quick uh you know just a quick ADD just, hit. Or you like can just listen you can, you can just rewind and listen to J Max uh dissertation. <laughs> I mean <laughs> you do that too. I thought yeah, that like, was pretty good. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. No, that's I, I thought it was I'm glad exquisite. you brought that up, Rod. No, that's I was actually yeah. I've seen that, and I was like, when is this coming out? It's one of those, like, why can't I find this anywhere? Um, so I'm glad it's finished. Hopefully they do one in D.C. You figure they do a D.C. and move up the East Coast? Get the, uh, you know. Yeah, it, it seems like the uh, – I think Plunky might live in Richmond or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It seemed like there's – it was the local – it was the local paper being like, hey, these people are living here. It was like a community – it seemed like it was like a VFW Hall type of showing, nice. like real low-key – You've heard about this. These are people from our community, type of thing. Um, I can send you a link to the article, Jeff, if you want to put it in the episode description or something like that. Definitely. Ooh, yeah. There you go. All um, right. Cool. Just it, it, I, th- I, th- I felt it was informative to be. Yeah, because the same thing. I was like, oh, this documentary must be out. Like, I should be able to find it. Right. Exactly. And all I could find was like, hey, come down to like this hall. We're showing it. it. Yeah. Sounds good. Um. Anyway, um, to the music, like. Obviously, the first intro musically to this was, you know, Soul Love Now, the compilation, there of you course, go. right? Yep, it's a good one. Um, And I thought someone would play it, so I'm excited I get to play it. <laughs> because uh, tangentially, for a lot of other reasons, uh, I've had a, a real resurgence of, like, I, mean, I think we've actually talked about, too, is, like, a lot of, uh, like, soul, R&B like Teddy Pendergrass style stuff can never go wrong. And, there. uh, and <laughs> no, I sir. had to go with, I had to go Blackfire's 
own Teddy Pendergrass, Wayne Davis. There you go. There okay. You go. And actually, I should say Self- now, Jesse is pulled into. Now, J Mac, you have the reissue there. Uh, I sent Jesse to Double Decker because <laughs> he lives there. There, and they had Did an he original. Come through? Yep. Did he come yeah, he came through. An original Wayne Davis, uh, the, <laughs> the first record or the self-titled. This, this, the one that's right behind J Mac, right oh, there. Oh, that's with, the self-titled, that's right? Because he, had, he is an original. In uh, '73 was the first record. No, which but is this called... is the one. And that this is obviously yeah. This is the big one. This is uh yeah this self-titled one and. When Double Decker posted that they had that original, I texted Jesse right away. I said, "Please, I need that. <laughs> Go over there and get went it." Went out and got it. He went out and it's got it. It's a great record. It's oh, great. It, it it's also the most different. I feel like out of yeah. the stuff that, which is great for sure. It it is uh it is the most like, I, I'm so surprised about it because it's like it's the seems out of all the Blackfire stuff the most commercially viable. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean in terms of like, in the time it came out in. I'm like I'm surprised Wayne Davis wasn't bigger, but well, he, he was signed to Atlantic, enough. right? He signs to Atlantic at some point, doesn't he? And then he gets he only dropped up to from the two label. records, right? Seventy three and seventy six. Like I, the self titles his last release. But the I, issue right? was the issue was apparently Ooh. he was too gospel. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. people considered him too gospel and wouldn't. No, can never and be too down gospel, with in it. my opinion. Well, yeah, he's that's he, funny. That's a he works a, an, an anachronism of the times, I guess. You know, yeah. He now worked, I was like, I'm vibing. I was like, ooh, yeah. It's great. It's it's one of my. I was gonna play it if you didn't play it. Um, he plays it with Roberta Flack. Um, and he's mm. he actually he is he is signed with Atlantic. Um, and I think he releases that one album, A View from Another Place, on Atlantic, but then he gets dropped. Um, and then he puts out, um. He puts out the self-titled one on Black Fire, the one that I'm sure we're gonna listen to, because I think I think the first one is on Atlantic. Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, uh, according to uh, yeah, first one is on Atlantic, gets dropped, and then I guess this is on Black yeah, Fire. Black Fire. Yeah, this this yeah 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 yeah, yeah which is uh, so there you go. Yeah. Um, no. The awesome. cover of the first record is hard though. You seen the cover of the first mm-hmm. one? I don't think I've seen the cover of good. the first one. Yeah. It's a clock. Google it for yourself. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's good. Okay. All right. Everyone it's else. It's a classic. Take it for yourself. Like when you just like put people on the front of the cover. I love it. <laughs> just the cover of like the artist itself, just like looking like real hard, <laughs> like badass. The cover of of the self title is is cool. That's art. Um, you know. Oh, that's. The, oh yeah. That might be the best yeah, cover a, in my opinion of of them all. I I just I really I love it. <laughs> but yeah, anyways. and I think it, it's probably is it drawn by. Justin is the same artist. That's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to say. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. It looks the, exactly the, I mean, like the style is. That was one of the, that. I obviously drawn to that one, and then seeing a lot of the mm-hmm. other covers, I was like, I see a theme here. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, Justin, while you look that up, I will play the song that is featured on Soul Love now. Uh, look at the people. Mm-hmm. Good one. Okay. Good one. That song is fabulous. Great. Record. I wanted to. Do sm- wanted to play smart and play like a deeper track but this one just it's just one. good yeah it's great so here we go share y'all got that let's do it boom Gospel? How's this do 
Yes, sir. Look at the people. Wayne Davis. I mean, what else is there to say? Right? Living in the world today. So you good. know what? The funny <laughs> is that I was so focused on like the 70s male lead singer R&B like sex mm. symbol part of it. Is I didn't notice the gospel thing <laughs> until you pointed out. And I was like, "Oh, this song is hella gospel." Yeah, Super gospel. I was like yeah. so focused on like that being like because that's that's so part of like that whole genre of music is sort of like that sort of a gospel aspect to it. I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I kind of get why he was too gospel now, but the song still rips." Oh, but so that, good. That I is the most. Got the gosp- criticism, but I wasn't focused on it at all. I feel like that's the most gospel song on that album, though. That's like straight <laughs> yeah, up. That's yeah, like yeah. straight up like Pastor T.L. Barrett, yeah. like a ship. Yeah, oh, yeah. So that is true. That's thing. a good point. Yeah, I <laughs> that mean, song still and it's funky great. as hell. Man. Oh, it's great and it's like great. no oh, irony. Amazing. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not irony yeah, at but, all. But like, here, but like re-listening to that song, I could see someone in a room being like, "It's pretty gospel." Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, but no. The, that, uh, yeah. The first track, Strive On, oh, Be that's Strong, the one. played a bunch on the radio show. On the it's radio amazing. show. Yeah, that's been on the radio. That's no, that really album, cool. I mean, that yeah. that's the gospel. I mean, I love some of the bluesy, you know, soulful gospel, but that mm-hmm. that funky, disco-y even, you know, gospel is... is, is the tambourine? Oh, just so bah, good. Bah, 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 bah. It's got the break <laughs> in the middle. It's got the break. You know, oh, everybody man. in that band is just so sweating. Good. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. 32 yeah. degrees outside, sweating. Full everybody suits, just sweating. like giving it oh, 110%. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody's got a little That's towel, a just dobbing whenever just, they can. Yeah, you need to. I mean, hey, the spirit moves you. The Lord is within all, every mm-hmm. note. Um, that's a great one, Rob. That, that was yeah. If if no one had played that, I was gonna play that for so many reasons. I had to. I I I was not shocked. I'm not shocked, but I was like, I had backups because I was like, someone might do this one. I would have. That's why I wanted to wait to the end because I had some other stuff. And also yeah. the fact that it's gonna be one of them that I have in the collection that's an OG is is pretty awesome. Mm. Like I I feel mm-hmm. it makes me feel good about that because that one, that one is one of my favorites. That's, but if if Bones gives it to you, he, he may better. he may that's he true. may After he may hold that, off. Well, I paid him. I paid him already, so he can't. Oh, you, oh, you already don't owe me nothing. Oh yeah, I'm. I wanted to make sure just in case. But uh, you know, I had with to, that said, everybody. Jeff, yeah, what is your pick for the night? Yeah. So uh, yeah. No, I mean I had a couple of them. I mean this is a this is a a, a label Justin and I have talked about a bunch. Again, if you follow the radio show, you've heard us play. A few things from here, so I um I want to talk about one of them, and then I'm gonna play because I want to I want to keep us going, and moving mm. a bit. One of my favorite songs, but I was gonna go with something that came out, like actually came out in 1992. Uh, and I'm glad you mentioned Ooh. that, Justin, because it's rare to think this label, you know, wasn't just a 70s label mm-hmm. that was it went through the mm-hmm. 90s. So I was gonna go with something there, and also a Philadelphia connection because Bayard Lancaster who's one of the greatest mm, jazz yeah, musicians yeah. of all times, puts out a really cool album in 1992 or three at the very end of the label. And uh, the album's called My Pure Joy. And, and it's great. It's really cool. It's super uh, African rhythm sounding, a little more avant uh, than, than R&B. And I think the first track on the album is also the first track on the, the Soul Love uh, compilation, the drummers from uh, Abaddon. Yeah, yeah. I think he, yes. Yes. What were you gonna Never say? Mind. Yo, yeah, no. I think he might have played in one of Juju some. Yeah, I, be- I mean, so he was. I mean, I'm gonna talk about him a bit. I'm, I'm gonna end up yeah. not playing him. <laughs> okay. Because uh, 
I want to play something else that we haven't played yet that is one of my favorite tracks on all all of Black Black Soul uh, Black Fire. Um, but yeah, Bayard to just talk. He started a label in Philly uh, called Dogtown. Um, you have people like Sonny Murray on it. Um, like he he was also channeling the spirit of like DIY, um, just like a huge name in 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 Philly. And so um, I, I have to, I have to name him. He's on some of my favorite stuff with Khan Jamal and a few others. But um, I'm not gonna go with that. But everyone should check out that album. It's super grooving and heavy on the African percussion. Um, a really a really great album. But I'm gonna go with uh, actually a song that is on the compilation. But I just love, and I had never heard it, Justin, until you played it. Until one I time. played it, yeah, that's a good one. Do you hey. know which one I'm gonna do? Oh, I know, I know. Okay, so this is, um, and also I think they're connected. It's one of those things again where like you know they played with each other. So I think the Southern Energy Ensemble played with with them. So this is by Experience Unlimited. So people, this, yeah. So this is off the album uh, Free Yourself. Um, by a group called Experience Unlimited, and the track is called People. It's the second to last track, and I, I, I just love this song. I remember when you put it on, and I hadn't heard it, um, and you played it up from it, and I was just like, wow, this track is is everything that I, that I needed, and so I'm excited. Also, another cover by, is it Muzi? We said Muzi is the um, the cover yeah. artist, the designer. Yeah. Um, Plunky, Plunky's brother. Plunky's brother, so you can see that aesthetic and he's there. a <clears throat> electric basis as well awesome um and so this track is great so i'm gonna end this off with the song people which i think just got everything in it i think it's got it's got it all it's got the soulfulness a little r&b a little jazz um beautiful melody and vocals yeah so here we go this is uh experience unlimited playing a song called people off the album free yourself let's do it <laughs> Nothing 
Just a gorgeous song. That's People by Ooh. Experience. Ooh, it was right. By Experience Unlimited. We touched you. Off the album Free Yourself. So uh, acoustic guitar even. Like there's like some folk elements to that. 
right yeah. there like not just because there's acoustic guitar of course but just even like the 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 picking style on it and those the harmonies <laughs> beautiful a thing of beauty right there that song is just everything 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 anyone needs if you need anything mm. after that <laughs> something ain't right because it fulfills <laughs> you it fulfills you in so many ways right it does and if you're not right, you may need that. If you're not exactly, <laughs> you're not right. That's what you need to get right. If you're not yeah. right after that, you ain't right. <laughs> so. If some may right, listen to it again. Get yourself right. Get yourself You'll be all, all right. right. <laughs> well, there you go, folks. Step it on love. Step it on oh, love. Oh, that part. <laughs> and they only do it once. They do that part once, and they make you want to listen <laughs> to it again. And that's the best part. Like that. That part is amazing. Like I want parts go... that only come around once. We should do. That should be a future episode. That's a good episode. Great parts that only Dude. happen once. One time. Because those, some of the best parts of songs, because like you just want it again, and they don't yeah. give it to you. And you listen That's to so it true. again just for that, and, but you listen to the whole song. Yeah. Um, and, you know, oh, I love it. And that, yeah, there's, that a, there's a lot of those. Yeah. Wow. Also, and then some, <laughs> where, the, where the male vocals first come in, it's yeah. just like, boom. Oh, oh my God. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, you're like, you don't see it coming, and you're like, ooh, all right, so all right, cool, so cool, good. cool, I'm in. Everything, even like the production on that is really great. Like, yeah, really good, slick, uh, really slick. Yeah, it's like for the time period, like really put together. Yeah, that's Jimmy, right? Jimmy that's Gray. Jimmy. He he produced all mm. that. Yeah, no, I love that track. I'm glad we ended with that track because it. Just... Have you listened to that whole album? That that specific album? I haven't. I really haven't, haven't too much. I haven't no, either. I need to. Um, and I want to get. I've been you know looking for an original of those ones, but most of these originals are crazy. Um, to to even find one if you find mm-hmm. one, and then the prices are a lot. But um, that one's reissued too, right? Now it has a reissue of it, I believe. I think uh, I think it came out sure. February twenty twenty one. I don't know what the costs are for it now, but I'm sure it's out there if you want to get one it. One of the some of the harder reissues are is is the African rhythms. Oh um, really? Okay. Yeah, I picked LP, up that at a store yeah. some years ago. Um, I've never seen it, and then the um. They actually had it at International mm-hmm. Groove um, when we went, Jeff, and I didn't get it, but it's the um, the Theater West album okay. is sold, the reissue is sold out. So oh, wow. you go back there. I'll go back there. I'll should... pick it up. Shout out to International Groove in Delaware. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, there we go, fellas. That's Black Fire. That was our deep dive on the Black Fire record label. Played some really cool stuff from uh, Oneness of Juju, an alternative take of their uh, of their amazing song african rhythms then over to the southern energy ensemble uh wayne davis that gospel tinged funky funky tune and then i close this out with experience unlimited and people so again if you uh tuned in late at all check out that uh, i'd say the compilation is a great place to start um mm-hmm. soul love uh, from strut um some amazing songs on there and then have a deep dive into this label really cool choice jay mac appreciate you doing that um Mm -hmm. but fellas before we close out um we've got some folks that wanted to put something up there we did we started this precedent last week where you know we do the last call and normally we bring tracks uh last week we had uh, our buddy case submit a song Uh, he submitted a song again we have a few others too so i'm I'm gonna name them let's do it yeah, and let's um let's choose one to do. I don't know if we necessarily we need to do all of them. We can put them. Let's in a, do all of them. Do all of them. <laughs> gonna do all of them. Let's see. 
Well, here, let me... Um... I have a strong suspicion Justin has Friday off. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I, I think it's, we, it's I, a half day. I think we go with one. <laughs> the same thing. It's a half day. There you go. I think we go with roll one. Out, roll, out do... the TV on the, roll out the TV on the cart. <laughs> so Put here... the VHS in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man, the classic. Send out a worksheet. There you go. Cruise into a packet. Saturday. A packet. Go, you know. nice, little, nice little packet. Awesome. <laughs> um, so we got a few things. So we've got... Um, Actually, Jesse, a, a guy we've been talking to, and if you're listening out there, appreciate you listening and hanging out. There's a guy from the the Allentown, Bethlehem, Lehigh Valley area, Bones. Mm. Uh, Keith, shout out yeah. to you, Keith. Uh, we've awesome. Been, we've been. Oh, let's roast Keith's ass. Let's put his. No, shit but Keith, on. actually, the only reason I was gonna say <laughs> Keith, <laughs> Keith, uh, the Vinyl Addict 2020, he sent us James Brandon Lewis, which we which oh, we've yeah. done already. Um, mm. Now that that episode never has been released yet. <laughs> But uh, I did mention it on the gram that we we talked about James Brandon Lewis and that he got all pounds. So um, yeah, but that's a great great record. Um, uh, what's, mm. Yeah, eye for eye. Um, awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. And then uh, we got a, a, a New England, our New England buddy uh, Johnny Johnson, Johnny Boy Johnson. Oh um, shit! He wants us to do uh, you know an emo but sappy track, Rob. So that's uh, City and Colors' new song, Meant to Be. Ooh, so we can potentially do that one. Um, and we got someone else. I, I, I don't know. And maybe one of you all know. This is someone, uh, the, the, uh, I don't even know their Instagram handle, really. Uh, Th- <laughs> Thalictrum. Uh, Thalictrum um, follows us. And they posted a song or asked us to review um, Fred Red, Teatro Kabuki, which I listened to a bit today. It's kind of like this, like, ambient type type song which i had never heard of before. so that could be kind of cool let's let's do a stranger because if i if yeah, I, uh, let's if, if, yeah if I, let's do that if, okay. I, if i dislike uh johnny boy johnson's i'm gonna feel bad all right I might encounter yeah. in my life. well no i mean we can do this at some point but uh and then a yeah. few others too i think uh and then case send us something again case we did you last time case we got we got you next time keep sending it this is not <laughs> this is not to tell us not to sing because i'm gonna check that song out but i just got it as we were live on the air but yeah let's do this one um I'll pull it up while while we're getting going, and I'll just I'll, I'll get it started here. So it's uh, this is um, Fred. Red. I'm gonna type it in, folks. This is a live podcast, so uh, <laughs> I'm here we go. I'm typing I, and trying I, not to make any dead air. As while you you're on. typing, oh, Jeff, uh, okay. I'd like a. Does anybody want to guess the? Uh... Uh, most expensive Blackfire Records record on Discogs, um, record and price. Record uh, and price. Mm, man, I, is it one of the oneness of Juju? I don't think it's one of the oneness of Juju ones. No. Um, do you, it, I, are we at the um, uh, hints? <laughs> Yet or no? It's not the Wayne Davis. I just bought the Wayne Davis one. I know it's that's not it's, it. it. Yo, how much did you pay? Because the Okay. What's that one going for? He paid a hundred. That boy paid a hundred bucks. I did. For original? Yeah, yeah. Wayne Davis. Of Yo, the... you got a deal and a half. Uh, exactly. That's why I told Jesse. So to I, drive I was, spo- I was spoiler alert. A spoiler alert that is going for uh three hundred euros. <laughs> Bones, don't you dare sell that behind my back. Bones, don't Don't let the kids touch it. I told you, there was none for sale. Like, basically, there's one for, like, one, it's super rare, so you never see it. So, yeah, it's like 350 bucks. 
Yeah. Exactly. Uh, on Discogs. Exactly. That's number two. I'll give you that number two. All right. What's number that, one? That's number two. You, you, do anybody else want to guess? I mean, uh, there's get... some. Actually, Jeff, I take it back. You might have paid $150 for like um good quality. That was a very good, almost new. Well, yeah. Well, good. I mean, you don't want good. Good is scratched up. No, mine is mine is mine is VG VG plus baby. VG. Yeah. Uh, v, uh, my bad. My bad. Have my bad. you have you saying. seen have you seen it, Jeff? Do you own, you have it in your possession? No, I don't yeah, have can it. you confirm this VG plusness no, or what? Yeah. No, what are you doing? no double, double deckers don't do that. <laughs> double deckers don't do that. I talked to the guy at double deckers. We're good. Um, what is it, Rob? Come on, now we, I, I, got, I got I got I got Fred no Red pulled up. I wanted to make a game. All it's, right, my bad. Experience it's unlimited. Oneness, no, is, no, is one of Juju Space Jungle Love? Yeah, original. Uh, that is original. That's crazy. All right, all right. Follow What's up. The pr- now we're we're going around. Rob, Robin, real quick. Price seven hundred. Seven hundred dollars, a thousand. No, uh, no, I mean, you get one guess. You so uh, close without going over seven hundred for you, Justin. I'll do four fifty. I'll do four fifty. Ooh, I was gonna say five hundred, but maybe I'll maybe I'll go a little higher. I'll go five fifty. Big, big, big. Justin wins eight hundred dollars. Wow. Yeah, and you have to ship that shit wow. from Europe because it's in euros. Seven hundred forty-eight. Seven hundred forty-eight. Telling you, man. Euros and twenty six pence. And my prize is and... bones. Mel me that Wayne Davis. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah Wayne yeah, Davis. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Sorry. Chill, 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 chill. chill, chill. No, 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 Wayne Davis. Yeah. No chill, no chill. No Wayne Davis is coming to the Philadelphia Lounge, baby. Bones. No, I think I'm pretty bones, sure Justin just won one fifty. Ooh. All yep. right. <laughs> for, the, for, for the G. GG minus. Please, please, please. Um, He's giving you GG minus prices, not VG plus. Give me nothing. Give me nothing. Give me nothing. J Mac, you still Man. owe me. You still owe me a hundred for our gig at the Last Day Joy. So don't, don't, don't play. Don't uh, do that. Um, oh, Jesus! Is me, the podcast about to fall apart uh, for uh, monetary reasons? Yes. Uh, <laughs> on that note, let's do. Uh, for royalties, uh, cla- classic, classic. Just, exactly. Yeah. The, exactly. That's how. Just as when we Blackfire fell apart in '93, royalties. All right. So this is submitted. Right. This is um this is a submission uh, on the gram. So thank you all for uh, for hanging out at the lounge. This is uh, Fred Red and Malik uh, Dio. This is Teatro Kabuki. And um, if you're just tuning in, this is the this is the last call. So this is our signature series that we've been doing for again three years, where we've uh, served up new tracks, um, either upcoming releases or songs that have been released in the last I don't know five six seven months or so. Um, and this looks like it came out. I had the date originally, so I, I believe it's February. Of February. This year. I did. It said yeah. February twenty twenty three was in the description. February of twenty twenty three. So that that that's 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 right on. Thank you for submitting within the parameters. And uh, so we're gonna play it, and then we give our opinion. It's not a critique. It doesn't mean the song's not good. Unless you want to straight up say a song's not good, uh, that's fine. But normally we go by you pound it if you love it. You're gonna check out this album. You're intrigued. Uh, a no sip. Uh, excuse me, a sip if you think it's just fine. You're like, yeah, that's cool. I'll get into that at some point. Or a no sip. Just like, I'm not I'm not going to listen to that. That's not for me necessarily. So here we go. Uh, this is Teatro Kabuki by Malik uh, Dio and Fred Red. I'll probably get an advertisement. Let's see if we do. Live on Blast Radio. Neelan Groove Lounge. Here we go.
Teatro Kabuki by Malik Dio and Fred Red. It's an album I was just looking up called uh, Monologue um, by this label called Village Live Records that just came out. And that's uh, one one track off its 13-track record. It's one of the tracks. Um, it's a collaboration between, just reading a Berlin producer, Fred Red, and the composer and multi-instrumentalist Malik Dio. Um, yeah, awesome, cool. Thank you for submitting that. That's something I had never heard. It wasn't on my radar. Uh, let's hear what the fellas have to say. Again, we're pound sipping and, and, and no sipping to uh, Teatro Kabuki off the album Monologue. Uh, Justin, let's go to you first. What you thinking? Taking his beer. Beer to lips, beer to lips, beer to lips. Okay. Our first non-friend Instagram submission for the last call. Poundtown. Yeah, you liked it? Yeah. That was good. It was minimal. I'm super into... I've been really into the flute lately. Big yeah. flute. Big flute. And it, ha- it had the it had the had flute. The big flute. Had the I, big flute. I loved it. I saw you vibing out when the piano kicked in, too. Um, you know, oh, yeah. And, and the piano lately. The... the, the uh, Akonsky. Is that oh yeah, Akonsky? yeah, the Stephen Akonsky. Uh, yeah, yeah album. It had good. the it had the piano and the flute. It's all I need right now. That's a good one. That's all you need. All right, there you go. Um, Bones, let's go over to you. Where you at? Where's your head at with that one? His beer's going up. Beer to lips. Beer to lips. Solid sip. I'm giving a solid sip. I was vibing to it. I thought it was a really good track. Um, I'm not in that headspace right now, but I love like the vibe to it. There you so. go. I would I would revisit it though for sure. I thought it was cool. I never heard of um, those artists either or or whatnot, but it go. was cool. I dug it. Bring it. Um, I'd revisit it though when I'm feeling more of that like ambient chill vibe. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, sure. And Rob, what's your what's your what's your take? What's your cut? Are you coming in? Are you coming in? No sipping. Oh, are you he's kidding sipping. me, man? What the fuck? Oh yeah, come on. He's a, yeah. He's, but, I he's mean, that. I yeah. only heard a snippet of it today when I was listening. Um, I was just like, oh, let me just see. I thought you might like. If that. I were a bowling pin, that was straight down the pipe, right at that me, was your baby. Stuff. <laughs> now I don't just, know if the rest of the I, album sound. I mean, I can't imagine I wanna, it doesn't. Whoever submitted this, I wanted to roast the rest because I don't know who they are, and I felt comfortable <laughs> taking them down to Chinatown, but I, uh, I couldn't. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. I came in wanting, yeah. When did you know Maybe that you weren't going to no sip it? When when did it hit, when did it like hit you? Like 30 seconds in. You felt I it? really was like, all right. When the I flute came in, when the like, flute came in. Yeah. I was like, this track's, I was like, I wanted to hate it. I was looking for any reason, excuse me. And I was like, oh, this track's pretty great. I'm yeah. definitely going to listen to this record. And if you're listening out there, I don't, I, I, I think it's Thalictrome. Is your Instagram handle? And I, I don't know you. I don't know if any of you all know this person. I, it's I don't, actually just me. I just was you're just so many. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know them. And um, you know, I think you're you, you're vibing to what the lounge is vibing to. I feel like that hits our aesthetic. We talk about our aesthetic. That's mm-hmm. definitely in there, to what we oh, for sure what we generally talk about on either the radio show or things like that. But you, you know what, Jelly asked me today. We were going to Monty's, and she turned to me and goes, "What is?" lo-fi beats yes that is lo-fi beats (laughs) hilarious that is lo-fi beats right there which is do we think it was uh do we think it could be our uh our former number one fan who (laughs) sumaj 
James? Yeah, <laughs> Can no, it be Smash? No, no I still... T- no, no, no. James is out there still. He's doing his things with Passerine Records. They do some cool stuff. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go next. I'm also pounding to that. Oh, yay. Yo. Can't finish her there. I didn't have much left in it. But yeah, it was great. Um, Generous to the... Uh, yeah. The textures were great in it. I mean, I'm very intrigued, not having known about it. That is definitely something I want to check out. Um, I've been into some of that sound. I posted um, that Surface Noise. I think I played Surface Noise last time we were on the pod. Um, oh, that's right. That Surface Noise stuff, which is which is somewhat in that vein. I don't want to be too, um, you know, lumping everything together that's instrumental and kind of beat musicy. But that definitely fits it. So, mm-hmm. well, there we go, folks. The first. Uh, non-friend submission at the lounge keep them coming if you're listening out there send us some music that's the point this is the point that's good stuff um any other notes for us tonight boys uh before we uh before we close this thing out and uh and say good night to yeah, the people just check out everything if you haven't listened to the labels we mentioned black jazz records tribe strata east strata Black Fire, all black-owned independent record labels For sure. in the 70s. Just all badass in their own ways. Check totally them out. agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. I totally agree. Um, and yeah, again, there's a number of cool things going on at the lounge. You can, uh, next Thursday, you can tune into the radio show. So Thursday night at 9 o'clock, not 9.30, 9 o'clock, we'll get uh, Justin and I, we're playing records from our collection, hanging out, doing that. And then uh, the following week, J-Mac, we're going to do another special radio show, um, as it is Women's History Month. And although we yep. we celebrate wonderful women musicians throughout the year, we're going to do an all-female artist vinyl radio show on that Thursday night, because we won't do the pod, because Friday night... We'll be live together at the cabin. Um, so you special can tune Friday night a special episode. Special Friday night. Friday episode. Exactly. So a Friday night episode where we're going to hang out live together in the cabin. It's sure to be a wild, wild ride. But again, thanks so much for tuning in. Hit us up on Needle Groove Lounge on our Instagram. Send us a message. Share some tracks. We appreciate you hanging out. And we'll see you next time at the lounge. See you, boys. Peace.